0: Hello all you beautiful people, (laughs) you know what time it is, ladies and gents, guys and dolls and everyone in between, gather round, get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on, cause it's time for Smut Club, here's your hosts Chelsea and Hannah.
1: everybody. Welcome to Smut Club. I'm Hannah.
2: We we have to try again. I'm not there. Why aren't you there? I wasn't ready and now I'm in my head about it. Okay, we don't. Hey everybody and welcome to Smut Club. You already heard from Hannah. I'm Chelsea and I'm trying my best. It's really all any of us can ever do. I don't know. Bye, Vance. Bye, Vance. Thanks for always setting up. Appreciate you. So, Vance always, for listeners who don't know my husband, he does all of our recordings and gets everything set up and then just like lets us do our thing, but he'll come back in throughout the (laughs) recording. Like, just make sure like everything's still going. And my favorite is is just watching his face because he always walks in at the moments that I'm like, no, 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 you need context. (laughs) Oh no. Quite frankly, though, if we look at a lot of the things that have happened on this show, does context make it better? I don't know. Uh, Probably not. Yeah. There's some stuff that you're like, no, 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 no. More detail doesn't really help this situation. (laughs) Um, All right. All that said, though. (laughs) What are we reviewing today? Before we go too far on – I don't even know what tangent this is. (laughs) Um, Today we are reviewing Faking with Benefits by – Lily Gold. Oh, okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to come out the gate and say this is one that, like, I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm. Um. So I know there are some that were like, buckle in. <laughs> we're all going on this roller coaster. <laughs> and today I'm like, hey, if you just need a, a more lighthearted. Mm, feel good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't need weird shit happening. You don't need aliens. You don't need paranormal. You just need some contemporary. Although, it is reverse harem. Okay. Um, this is probably the most, like, just, like, feel-good com like, reverse harem mm. I think I've ever read. Although, to be fair, our last episode, we did record that the zombie mm-hmm. reverse harem, which I wouldn't say was as, like, cutesy, but was far more, like, emotional and left on, like, the yeah. – the, apocalypse side and more on the emotional side of being in an apocalypse
1: well I think a lot of the reverse harems because I I was thinking about it are like uh more trauma bondy and very sexually focused and it's just not it doesn't feel like a true connection
2: like well it feels like like I'm always curious because it's it's so trauma bondy yeah yeah that I'm like so I've noticed the epilogues are only a couple years in the future. Right. Is that because we aren't gonna make it? Right. Like the like I I I wish all of the characters the utmost success and happiness yeah. in their relationships. And there's some relationships that you're like, well, I don't know if they would still be together a few books down the road. Mm-hmm. 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 Which is a very interesting thing to think about. Because yeah. I feel like you're always rooting for love and you're always rooting for them and in your head it's like oh the happily ever after right and then you're like but
1: it's like what are the chances that diesel doesn't eventually kill roxy from den of vipers like you know even by accident (laughs) (laughs) like
2: (laughs) you know he didn't even mean to exactly Uh, very likely yeah just was it axel or what was the one from altered by fire not and, Axel. Oh, I don't remember. I'll figure it out. I'll think it'll come to me. Or, Axel or sounds
1: right, up. to be honest, but I don't think that's it.
2: No, it's like it, but it's in that energy. Yeah. Hold yeah. on, I may actually have. There's Colt. There's Hawk. There's Mason. Arson.
1: Arson. That was the one.
2: Yeah. All right. I feel perfectly good with my Axel guess. Close enough. Arson was close. All right. So. Faking with, with benefits.
1: benefits is a different energy.
2: Different energy. We meet Layla. Layla is super hardworking. She owns her own lingerie boutique that's, like, Ooh. very, very successful. Um, And she is dreadful at love. So we learn that, like, she's – throughout the book, we'll learn she's made a lot of – she. she lives by her list. They help her stay organized. She's had some difficult times throughout her life, so having – List and organization and goals is very, very helpful for her. Mm. So the book opens, and Layla's on a date, and she's like, yeah, so, like, I, I, I'm i going to have kids in the next few years, and then this, and then that. And, like, the date is sitting there, and he's like, the fuck? You are talking about kids? This is our first date. And uh-huh. she's sitting there, and she's like, this date is going great. But, like, all of, like, <laughs> the descriptions of the man, you're sitting there, and you're like, it's not going great. Um, and she's just prattling on, and he's like, I got to use the bathroom.
1: Oh,
3: no. So he gets up.
1: And leaves. Um, <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever done the I've got to go to the bathroom
2: thing? No. Really? I've never. I think, I, like, if I wanted to leave a date early, I made up, like, I had a reason. Like an excuse. Yeah, to yeah, leave yeah, yeah. more than just, like, I I don't think I'm built to ghost someone in that way. I would yeah. not sleep well just leaving someone
1: I think that's most women though. Like most mm. women walk in with a plan, I think. But like I the reason I asked this I was thinking about so I got out of a very long term relationship and went on the first date after that mm. and the guy was banana pants. He was telling me about his PTSD from when his cat passed away Oh. and that he was bisexual and like all this other stuff. There was just so a lot for a first date that yeah, I you're wasn't like, prepared for. we'll get for. there eventually. Yeah. He also looked radically different than his uh profile picture. He was shorter than me, which is fine, but I'm 5 foot 4. Oh.
2: Yeah, on a good it? day. You know. Um, yeah, I'm 5 7 and I have dated guys that are shorter than me. Um who would still be taller than you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he was he was shorter than me and he was balding, but in all of his pictures he had a full head of hair and he was probably 30 pounds heavier than I mean, the pictures. This is from slightly Bumble, catfished. A little bit. Yeah. And this was all on Bumble. So I was like, mm, okay. So we're at the bar and we're hanging out and he went to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And the waitress actually came up to me and was like, honey, you can go and I'll tell him you had an emergency. (gasps) Like, that's how bad it was. The waitress was like, baby, you need to go. And so I did.
2: What a real one. I know. I still think about her. I hope she's doing well. I support that. That situation. That is different to me than like. Just we're not clicking. Yeah. Yeah. He was so bad. The waitress was the like, wait- baby girl, just go. The waitress was like, I need to save you from this situation. Yes, she was. Bless. Well, so the waiter does also come up to Layla Oh, um, because the waiter's like, because she's like, yeah, man, he's been in the bathroom for a while. I hope, hope he's like doing okay. And there, the waiter comes up and he's like, so your date isn't coming back. And she's like, no, he's in the bathroom. Oh, and no. she, he's like, we found him. Trying to escape through the bathroom window, (laughs) and she's like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "He did pay for your food, though." So, like, he is thoughtful, right? Um, And so, as she's having this conversation, and she's, we also, this was her hundred and twentieth first date in the last like two years. Why would you count Mm -hmm. that? Because she loves list an organization. Okay. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. So as she's sitting there having this conversation with the waiter, the chair pulls out across from her at the table. And he's like, sorry, I'm, like, late, love, or, like, whatever. And it's her neighbor who was at the bar with a hookup who he got bored with and then, like, was watching this happen and went to Aww. save his neighbor. Um, but then he's sitting there and he's like, what is this, like, fucking squirrel food restaurant we're at? No, we're leaving. Like, we're out. Like, no one no one should have to eat what looks like dirt, like <laughs> just kind of that energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, where are the meat and potatoes? Like, yes, and mm. he's also apparently like, it, he. So this is Zach. Zach mm. is an ex professional rugby player. Okay, who like looks like a Viking.
1: I'm sorry, I played rugby in college, and I don't look like I used to play rugby.
2: I never knew you played rugby in college. <gasps> I did. And were you? In the kindest way I can say this, no. were you good?
1: No. <laughs> like I knew what you were going to ask. <laughs> I'm like the answer I'm like, is, is no. Is there a way to? Ha- I'm like the answer is no. But I had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We weren't serious. There was a lot of drinking involved.
2: Oh, uh, it was one of those.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like sanctioned by the school or anything. It was like a
2: club thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like you like you're like yeah. No. There were girls on rugby scholarships there. It was no. like everyone was just there for fun. Yeah, yeah. That does feel slightly different. I would engage in rugby. In it that was way. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, I've told my husband he'd be a great rugby player. He would. He's built for it. He really is built for rugby. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not built for all of the martial arts that he does. I think I've told you the story before, but he was once um, at a competition in Japan and I was not with him on this trip, but someone was live streaming the competition um, from the school he was representing. So I was watching it on Facebook. And it wasn't great quality. And you're like, yeah, you're trying to live stream. It's there in Japan. We're all Mm -hmm. in, like, the States, right? (laughs) And I was like, I can always tell where Vance is um, because his chest is so broad, the gi doesn't cover it. right. So I was like, whenever I look – if I just look for the bare chest (laughs) – i can find my husband in this competition there he is oh there's fans <laughs> perfect yeah so um zach saves her from the date um and what else do we do we learn about zach i mean he like takes her out to a bar to go drinking instead and they just kind of have like a nice night and and hang out we she's like very upset because she's off her 10-year plan and she's like i'm' She's like I'm I'm pushing 30. She's 28. She's like I was supposed to start dating at tw- at 25 so I'd have the person I'd like do this and like and it's not working out and I don't know why none of these dates are going how I want them to go but I'm really trying. Somebody is a lot. Somebody is
1: type A. Somebody likely has a trauma history. Yeah, you somebody needs therapy and potentially medication. All of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 1,000%. Um, so after they are done drinking, Zach is like, let's get some real food in you. Um, he's like, just come back to our place. They live across the hall. He's like, I'll make you food. So Zach lives with two roommates. We have Josh, who's like six foot five. I think he's half Vietnamese, I want to say. Okay. Um, and it's like very like serious and stoic. Mm. And then we have Luke, who was ironically um, – Layla's 10th grade English teacher. Okay. Yeah. Who is divorced and was like, li- like just happened to be living with these guys as roommates. And she moved in across the hall and he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, what are, what are you doing here? So she wouldn't have seen him for 12 years, yeah. 10 years. Like, There was no relationship. Right. He last saw her as like a 16 year old. Then the next time he saw her, she's like a grown ass woman with her own business. Hmm. In what sounds like a very, like, nice apartment building setup. Like, she makes very good money. Gotcha. So all three guys, Zach, Luke, and Josh, all co-host a podcast called the Three Single Guys podcast. Where they just give completely ridiculous, like, dating advice mm. and and things of that capacity. But they're very successful at it. And this is their full-time gig. Um, also worth noting, Luke... The year that he was Layla's teacher, um, it was one of those where, like, he was married to the headmistress, and Mm. what was his last name, Martins or something, and, like, first semester the headmistress was Mrs. Martins, and the second semester she was, like, Miss Ryan, or like, whatever the fuck Uh the last name was. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, he was also going through a lot of his own personal shit the year he was her teacher, so didn't really have a, he's like, yeah, I just vaguely remember she was a good student right like quiet so there's
1: been a significant amount of time between like his divorce and this situation yeah and when he knew her
2: yes right like they were technically in the same room together several days a week while he was going through his divorce but mm-hmm. like really no interaction or connection at all which will be a thing throughout the book right where like people are like good god man it's been 10 years like she's not your student get over Lean it. into it yeah um so Luke's – to just really create this tangled web. Right. Luke's brother – no. I apologize. Luke's ex-wife. Okay. Amy? Is engaged to Josh's brother. Awkward. Yes. Yeah. And so they are getting married. And so when Zach and Layla get back to the house and she's a little drunk or to the apartment – um, Luke is getting he got another invitation or a text or something where his ex-wife is like, "Are you coming to our wedding or not? People are going to people are going to think it's a big drama if you're not there." So I like you need to come to the wedding and like show face like it's not a big deal and there's no bad blood. Excuse me? Right? Why would you invite your ex to your wedding? Well, I guess when the best man is your ex's roommate, but still. And business partner. But still. Yeah, no. I'm, I don't. i, was, I was still. Try- I still can't get there. No, I was trying to, like, make the connection. Yeah. But, like. No, I still can't get there. I feel that. Mm. Um, So, while she is drunk, she's, like, sat on their couch and tells him She's like, I'm sad. My 10-year plan isn't coming together. Like, I just. No. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> In this, like, very sweet way. And then she's like, Maybe. Like, could you guys like help? Could you like tell me what I'm doing wrong? And they're like, Are you asking us to fake date you? And she's like, I'll pay you. And they're like, You're you're trying to pay us <laughs> to and like you can tell like Josh's feelings are hurt when she like offers to pay them. Aww. And she's just like dr- and she's like, I'm so sorry, I'm drunk, I'm not in the right like, and just like gets really embarrassed and takes off to her mm. apartment um and goes to bed. Um the next morning, she wakes up very hungover. Starts her run, and the guys re- record the podcast on the weekend. So they're at the studio recording, um, and they've all like kind of like reached out and sent her like, "Hey, like, you okay? Yeah, like, good morning. Like, like, How Josh you was, Like, I left some painkillers in your bathroom last time I was there. So like, if you like need any pain meds, like, Aww. just like those sorts of, yeah. of things. But while they're recording their podcast, their manager comes in and is like, "Your numbers are down. There's like a." competitor relationship advice podcast who's like picking up momentum like y'all need to do something um because we'll drop you if Mm. your numbers don't stay up right um which they're also kind of frustrated with because they're like three dudes helping people navigate sex and dating and life but like they're not allowed to curse um Uh, yeah and things like that awkward yeah because we curse a lot i actually when i was reading it i was like i cannot imagine i was like oh no Cause that's just how how we talk. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Like my I remember being very young and my parents like getting upset with me and getting in trouble for my language. Yeah. yeah. And too. now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I think this is just how I've communicated this whole time. Yep. 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 Yeah. So all right. Um, when I was in elementary school, my dad would do the morning drive. Mm-hmm. Um and it was actually super smart. We would play what we called GOAT. And it was like a spelling game. So someone would start and, like, we'd go around the car. So someone would go, okay, the letter M. And then you would add – everyone would take turns adding a letter. And your goal was not to finish the word. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so your goal is, like, to keep adding letters. And if you finished the word, you got a G. And then if you finished the next word, you got an O. Then you got an A. Then And if you got like a T – horse, but for spelling. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you got GOAT – You were out for the rest of the the car drive, right? That's fun. Yeah. And also, like, what a smart way to get your kids spelling on the way Mm -hmm. to school. And they think it's a game. So the, the very last day of fifth grade, which was we, for us, where I grew up, it was the end of elementary school. So the very last day or first day of the last day of school. Right. Was that or was it the actual last day of school? None of this matters. I was like, I don't know what you said. (laughs) No. no, I don't know what I said. We're playing goat in the car. We're driving up. Mm -hmm. I think it was the last day of fifth grade. The last pickup or the last drop off ever. It's me, my dad, and the little kid, Andrew Kerberger, who carpooled with us. Kerberger. Loved him so much. He was great. Um, Like three years ago, he posted on my Facebook for my, my birthday. He's like, do you remember when you asked if I stole your gel pens? I lied. I totally did. Happy birthday. And I was like, this is <laughs> 25 plus.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I think I love Andrew
3: Cooper. Right? Dude.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I was dying laughing. It's but awesome. So we start, and I have the first letter, and I go, F. And Andrew goes, U. We are pulling nope. up in the line. <laughs> you see where this is going. My dad goes, C. I literally opened the car door, yelled, k and slammed it and ran into my last day of elementary school and i'm like do you think my dad just like laughed the whole like you're not you can't i would be have. mad at like i would have laughed the whole way home i still think about that i'm like <laughs> i just want you to get to the office and you're like so you'll never guess what my daughter just did <laughs> yeah so starting in fifth grade mm. my language was already an issue i like it yeah But they can't curse on their podcast. It's frustrating to them. They're trying to figure out. They're like, okay, how can we get numbers up? And then they go, okay, well, call Layla, have her come over, and then they decide that they are going to offer to fake date her as an experiment for the show. So, like, they're going to, like, put together, like, a dating boot camp on, like, the do's and don'ts, and they'll, like, take her out, and then she'll come on the show and be a co-host for this segment and, like, go through the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Josh and Zach are both very about this. Luke is like, she's my former student. This feels weird. Mm. I'll host the segment, but I don't really want to participate. In um, dating her. Yeah, he's like, that just feels. Do we know how much older he is than her? Because, yeah, I mean, teachers do. don't have to be that No, he was old. definitely in his 20s. when Because it, uh. it was 10 years. Yeah, he's almost 40. So I think he's like 39 and she's. That's 20. not that big a difference. No. I'm like, he was in his late 20s when he got divorced. Like, he was the teacher that everyone had the crush on. Right. Um, And there are some, like, flashbacks where, like, we go back to Layla in school, and she was, like, a scholarship kid, and it was a really bougie mm. school, and people were um not kind to her about her wardrobe because her uniform was, like, secondhand, and she kept having to patch it. um. But like didn't have the supplies to patch it, and like he advocated. He's like, okay, well, you can just use the homeroom during lunch, right? And just like very was like always kind of that teacher, mm. if you will,
1: very kind, very empathetic. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So they do also agree. They're like, there. This isn't going anywhere. This is just for the podcast. If any, if any real feelings pop up. We'll end it, like, friendship first the whole way. Right. And Abort later, mission. Yes. So all of them are in agreement with this and get really excited. Um, the first day that they're recording the podcast is so sweet. She's clearly so nervous. She stayed up all night the night before to listen to all of the episodes so that she could prep. Um, and, like, the guys are, like, looking at her and they're like, you're clearly overthinking this. Like, it is not that deep. Like, it is okay. And she's like but what if I mess it up and get it wrong? And don't you guys practice everything a million times before you do it the first time? Just like, yeah, just, what? Well, why Why wouldn't you practice it a few times and you get it right? Then no one can make fun of you. Oh, no, honey. I know. Huh. Um. And like, she's afraid they would make fun of her. It's just this very, they're like, oh, okay. There might be some things like we need. we need to work through here. Which yeah. is also like, because then they move on and they're answering questions about like, squirting and group sex and like it's like very like open open brazen questions and she's like I I don't want to do the wrong thing (laughs) yeah Layla's very endearing in that way Where like at one point in the book they're like some people they're like she's shy um and he's like and she dresses like a supermodel and he's like some people are like quiet and soft and so like people think like they're endearing he's like she's quiet and hard he's like but she's really just like an awkward nerd, but people just think she's a bitch because she's like Yeah just
1: because she's hard. Yeah,
2: because she's hard. And he's like she is kick ass and has her own business and it's like does all of these things, but just like isn't like warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And I appreciated that like she's not warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And it's also not an issue. Right. Not everybody has to be. No, I appreciate in the zombie reverse harem that mm. we reviewed last time and this one that like b- Both women just kind of, like, own who they are. Right. Um, And it's not this, like, woe is me. Like, she'll beat herself up in this book, but it's not beating herself up in, like, a, I'm so frumpy, who would want me? It's like a... I, like, it's an actual, like, oh, I made this mistake. What will people... Like, it's a very different right. kind of... It's
1: not like, I'm blonde and tall and curvy. Who could possibly want me? Yes. It's like, like someone who
2: has, like, actual insecurity and is yes. very nervous about yeah. making the wrong impression. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so then they go on their first date at the bar. And when she gets there, she, like, brings out a little notebook that, like, has, like, date log on the front. So she can take her notes on everything they say. And they're like, oh, Jesus. Okay.
1: <laughs> I think we found it. Yeah, so, I think we found the issue. Yeah, Josh yeah. and
2: Zach are like, okay, we know where we're starting now, and they're like, go flirt with that guy at the bar. Well, first they're she's they're like, you're you're gonna try flirting with someone. She's like, what about that guy? They're like, he has a wedding ring. They're like, what about that guy? They're like, his boyfriend might not be okay about it. They're like, maybe that's your problem. It's been 120 <laughs> dates because you can't even find the eligible single ones.
1: Oh, <laughs> so is it just Josh and and Zach? Zach at the okay, yeah.
2: So Luke is still not participating okay. at, at this point. Um, Layla goes to the bar to try and flirt with this guy. It is not going well. She, like, he gets awkward. She gets clammy. Like, to the point where the guy's like, were you only in this for a free drink? And she's like, I can buy my own drinks. And he's like, you don't even seem like you want to be here. She's like, I, I was into you. She's like, "Do you, you can have my drink. He's like, I'm a man. I can't drink wine. She's like, fine, prick. Here's 10 quid. And then <laughs> – And then she, like, goes back to the table, and she's like, so how did that go? And the guys are like, maybe we have some room for improvement. Oh, no. Yes. Poor thing. But also, like, Josh is, like, getting annoyed watching her, like. Ah. And and Zach is like, hey, man, so you've been actually into her for a while. Mm. Um, And Josh is like, well, you're into her, too. And he's like, I think she's hot and fun. He's like, but you, like, have feelings for yeah, her. It's different. Yeah. And he's like, why did you sign up for this to, like, make yourself miserable? Mm. And they're like, well, you know, touche. Um, but when she gets back to the table, the guy's like, okay, like, let's maybe kind of, like, ease you into this. So, like, Josh starts, like, practice flirting with her. And it's, like, going well until she realizes it's going well. <laughs> and then she like freezes and at one point josh is like do you want me to repeat my line (laughs) oh yes it's so endearing that's really sweet um and they also oh because then zach sits in on like the other side of her and she's like oh i'm so overwhelmed a hot man on like either side of me and they're like we're good at sharing like we used to share monica like we were dating monica until recently and she's like yeah monica who they always like talk about on the show as like they're like old like like girlfriend when they had when they were in a group relationship and at some point the guys are like you know monica is real right like she's not someone we made (laughs) up for this like
1: oh no and she's like oh
2: oh no i thought that was just for the show and they're like no we don't lie on the show monica was our actual girlfriend ah i see yes okay okay any questions thus far
1: no, I think I'm tracking, so there's context here where these two have shared a partner in the past.
2: And I think Luke was a part of that relationship as well.
1: Okay, so all three have shared a partner in the past. Yes. So the idea of sharing for them would not be, like,
2: wild. Yes, it's okay. not out there or crazy for them to consider. Right. Um, She's just sitting there like, oh my, <laughs> like... That just feels like in my wildest dreams, like, not things that happen in reality. So has she ever had a relationship? I don't think she's ever had a boyfriend. She's had, like, one-night stands. Okay, because that was my next yeah. question. Like, is she a virgin? No, because Zach asks, he's like, so how do you – he's like, I've seen you bring guys home. So how do you do that? Because I just watched how that went. Like, <laughs> and, and she goes, well, I, I go up and I ask if they're single. And he's like, good start. And then she's like, and then I ask if they want to sleep with me. <laughs> And he just starts dying laughing, and he's like, (laughs) yeah, that'll work. (laughs) Like, Well, because, like, the reason
1: I ask is occasionally that trope of, like, the girl without experience is, like, okay for me. mm -hmm. But in general, it really irritates me.
2: Well, it irritates me when they're like – I'm a I'm a virgin. I kissed one boy eight years ago. Yeah. Sure, stick a finger in my asshole the first time you're right. kissing me. And you're like, what? what? Right. Like, this is not the natural trajectory mm-hmm. of discovering your sexuality.
1: Well, and it's also not, like, if you have an attentive partner, that's not how they're going to approach you if that's yeah. the situation. And so it just, none of it is realistic. It's just... I don't like it.
2: Are you saying the books we read aren't
1: realistic? <laughs> <laughs> you know, something what? about the
2: Mothman. Um, <laughs> we had a giant moth on our window recently, and I and I look, looked at him, and I thought, not a big enough moth. <laughs> and then I just moved on. <laughs> I read another
1: monster reverse harem that had a Mothman in it, and it was a lot to experience. It was a lot
2: to experience.
1: It was a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. But also I had on a different cryptid. I had on a Bigfoot hat while I was on vacation recently in Arizona. And we were in a crystal shop because my husband is obsessed with rocks apparently, which is fun to find out after seven years together. (laughs) He couldn't stop looking at all these rocks the guy there was like, is that Bigfoot on your hat? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. He's like, I have a Bigfoot necklace. It moves like the (laughs) arms
2: and the legs move. Was he wearing it?
1: Yeah. He was so excited. So then we did wind up buying some crystals. Like I got a ring and Matt got a rock, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, the guy like uh cleansed the crystals or whatever Mm, mm -hmm. um and so he did this whole thing where he put him in a a bowl and he set an intention and like whatever and he had to say our full names so i gave him my name and it took him like three or four times to get it right it was really kind of funny and then matt gave him his name and we have different last names and so the guy goes, have you ever noticed that your name's together? And we were like, Fundertain? Yeah, that's what all our friends call yeah. us. And he goes, no, no. Fun party. You have all the elements. Because la- Matt's last name is part.
2: I love where his head was at. <laughs>
1: yeah, he, he seems was like a it. whole vibe. He was really fun. And he gave us like a ton of um, like uh, uh, suggestions for restaurants Aww. and like. Um, nope. things like that.
2: My Topo Chico hard seltzer was, is sweating so profusely, it just sucked the coaster onto the bottom and then let it go and it fell to the floor. She just let it drop. So if that's, if you heard it. Yeah. That was what we were experiencing on our end.
1: Unfortunately, the Crystal guy recommended a, uh, vegan restaurant and Matt won't eat vegetables. So Matt that's was not like. Ideal. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you. Aww. And then was like, we aren't going. there. Well,
2: I mean, but also here's the thing: I really respect that because Matt just He's like thank him for the recommendation. And yeah, he speak, I don't eat vegan meal. Right. Like, I I just truly appreciate that. That was like a kind response when not everyone does that.
1: He is a very kind fellow. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So uh, that region is just a friendly region. Inge- it's weird. I mean, not my parents were in Sedona, but my parents were um, in New Mexico mm. last year mm-hmm. for work thing, and it was when they had their like giant hot air balloon festival. My parents, were, we, we met a, a random man at the grocery store, and now we're going up in, in his hot air balloon tomorrow for the festival. We're gonna help him run it, and I'm like, wait, what? We're doing what? And then they Facetime me from inside a hot air balloon. <laughs> it was not a great quality call, but I was like, oh, this is actually happening. Hmm. I'm sorry, if a stranger invites me into a hot air balloon in a grocery store, I don't think that's legit. No. No part of me is like, I'm going to get there and it's going to be an actual hot air balloon festival.
1: No, that's either something sexual or they're there to rob me. <laughs> like, we're, I'm trying to get you somewhere secluded and open field.
2: <laughs> like, now I just keep thinking about what hot air balloon would be as a euphemism <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I, a hot, lot of I hot air a, ballooned
2: her last night.
1: Well, oh. <laughs> a lot of people have a latex thing, though.
2: Oh, I don't want to combine those in my head. No. <laughs>
1: well, okay. I had some health issues, and I did have a balloon situation. It was not sexy. The fuck?
2: <laughs> it wasn't good. Yeah, I'm also assuming it wasn't a hot air balloon size it where It was it's like, an hot air balloon. <laughs> I had some medical issues. There was a balloon involved. Don't ask more questions.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's not what
2: I meant. Okay, so after anyway. the after the practice date, Zach and Josh and Layla all get back to their apartment and they're in the hall and they're like so like what kind of happens now and Mm. how do we end the date and they were like oh well like we'll like kiss you and she's like oh i'm not a good kisser and i'm like why would you think you're not a good kisser so like zach they decide they're gonna going to give her i do they decide it's gonna be a practice kiss i don't know zach kisses her it's very passionate like super like they're getting hot and steamy and then when the Like, he pulls back and he's like, I don't think kissing is your problem. He's like, so we can mark that off the list for things we need to teach you. You clearly know how to kiss. And she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and cool off now because that kiss was a lot. Mm. Yeah. So she's like, whew, okay. I'm going to go splash some water on my face. When she comes out of the bathroom, Josh is in the hall. And he's like, well, so, like, from a data standpoint, you only have, like, one (laughs) –
3: (laughs) One example to to show that you're good. So we should really
2: probably um, get you a few more data points (laughs) for comparison.
1: I love the logic.
2: So sweet and cute. And so she's like, okay. It's like they're kissing. Luke walks into the hall, sees them, and is like, oh, my bad. And just like awkwardly like walks out. And so then like after the kiss, Layla's like, okay, what would you rate me?
1: (laughs) Second data point. Where are
2: we at? He goes, six out of ten and the away <laughs> when it was clearly not a six out of ten kiss like it was clearly just as good as her kiss was zach
3: oh. Six out of ten
2: we should practice more you see <laughs> <laughs> we're laying the groundwork i get it yes um Uh, The podcast is doing well. Like, she's being super well-received. Everyone's really into the segment. It's helping her sales with her lingerie business. Like, sales Mm. are booming. Because that was, they were, like, instead of paying her, she was, like, I want two full-minute advertisement slots. um, Where she's, like, and not, like, a pre-recorded. Like, I want you, like, having a conversation with me on air about it. And they're, like, okay, "Okay, no problem. So her business is, is going well. And then she gets an invite in the mail. Um, to her, like, or via, email. it doesn't matter, she gets an invite, to her 10-year high school reunion.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, and
2: she's like, eh, do I want to, do I not want to? And then we learned, like, high school was pretty miserable for her. But she's considering what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, th- we now are at the second date with Josh. They were supposed to go out, and then she had a long day, and Josh was like, okay, no problem, we'll just do it at the house. So when she shows up at their apartment, Josh has gone overboard like checkered tablecloth candles flowers like he hands her the flowers and she like doesn't know what to she's like thanks and he literally takes them back he's like well you can't have them now with a reaction like that she's like what where am i supposed to put them literally exactly what she said yeah like logistically what do i do with flowers (laughs) if someone hands them to me in a restaurant like what like this just cradle them gently like what am i supposed to do with that put them next to you on the table and move on. She's like, I don't carry a vase with me. Like, <laughs> it's just so practical. But I love that Josh is like, well, you can't have them now. Give them back. If that's how you respond to the flowers, they're not your flowers anymore.
1: So earlier you said something about quid. So is this British?
2: Yeah. Okay. The author is British. Okay. Um, which I keep having to remember because there are a few words. I'm like, that's not how you spell that one. And there are a few things that I'm like, oh, like they keep calling her underwear pants.
1: Oh, right, right, right.
2: Which I'm like, but she just took off her pants. (laughs) How does she have more pants on? She took off her trousers. Exactly. Right. Yes. The pants remain. The struggle is real. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just, like, have a moment that I'm like, nope, you're American, and then I just keep reading and move on with my life. Womp, womp. Well, I'm reading another book by the same author right now. And she's a British actress, but they're in L.A. And, oh, no. And they're talking about, like, he, like one of the guys is like, why do they have both appetizers and entrees on the menu? And she's like, because Americans call main dishes entrees. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Learning things. Huh. Yeah. That one had never been on my radar before. Me either. Yeah. But she's not doing well with the start of this, like, second right. date in Josh is, is clearly, like, really excited but has overdone it. And they're like, okay, we're going to rain it in. We're going to take our plates to the couch. We're just going to hang out, make it a little more chill. We'll, that like, have... Casual. Yeah. So they're on the couch, end up eating dinner there and relaxing. Um, and they just, like, actually start talking and learning more about each other. Because I think what they've all, like, been friends and enjoyed hanging out with each other. Mm-hmm. They don't actually know a lot of each other's history and mm. upbringing and, and things like that. And Josh is the one that's had a crush on her, right? Yes. Okay, okay. But Zach is also there at this point. Oh. Yeah, in my head I said that, and then I realized I hadn't said that. But in my head, everyone already – it was obvious that Zach okay, was, was okay. there with them as well. But Luke was not. Correct. Okay. Luke is still not participating in this. Just the the three of them hanging out at this point. And they learned that her – um one of her fantasies, while they're also sitting in the couch talking, one of her fantasies is to have multiple partners. And to, like, have a threesome is something that, like, they would – she'd be into. They're like, you want to? She's like, okay. And she's like, like, right now? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we're going to put a movie on. And she's like, but I just said we'd fuck. Like, what do you mean you're going to put a movie on? I love her. Yeah. And so they put on, like, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and she's like – are you shitting me right now? We could be fucking. (laughs) It's kind of her, like, she's like... Like, why am I looking at Kira Knightley? Yes. Like, we could be banging. Trying to, like, kiss one of them, and he'll be like, like, kiss her lightly, and then then he'll be like, shh, watch the movie. (laughs) Like, turn her back. So, uh, all of this being a lot of buildup, right? It's like, as they're watching it, like, starting to cuddle more. A hand moves up the thigh. Mm -hmm. um, And... Yeah, my exact note says, she has a great couch-gasm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Which, in case you were wondering, Hannah, it's just an orgasm that takes place on a couch. It's just a location-specific Noted. orgasm.
1: A location-specific orgasm. Noted. <laughs> Office-gasm.
2: Grocery-store-gasm. The options are endless. <laughs> <laughs> we lead very different lives. I really don't think we do. <laughs> <I> no, <know. laughs> honestly, I Instacart. I don't even know the logistics know. of how you just watched me order my groceries. I
1: did. <laughs> I did right want- before we started this episode.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I did watch you? To- yeah. Um. No, I never. I never bounced in a grocery store. No, but if I do, and I come to completion, I will call it a grocery store orgasm. A Grosh gasm.
1: <laughs> I was like, a gross gasm? No. Grocery gasm? Grosh
2: gasm. Grosh. Grosh. The um, we're asking the hard hitting questions today. So um she has a great orgasm. Then Zach is like, my turn, and like picks her up, throws her over his shoulder, um, and takes her to his bedroom. Josh follows. They spit roaster. It is really she is very into it. Good for her. They are into how Into it, she is. Mm. So it works well for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then in like the post-coital convo, we do learn Zach and Josh have actually been besties since they were like toddlers. They Ah. have grown up together. Um, There were several years where they they didn't talk. This all comes about because Zach is wearing a necklace that has a ring on it. And Layla tries to like just fiddle with it as they're laying there. And he grabs it from her and won't let her touch it. Mm. And we learn that. When he, I think when he was, like, 17, he'd given a promise ring to his girlfriend who then um, had a terminal diagnosis that took her very quickly. The faults in our stars got it. Yes. Within, like, several months, Mm -hmm. she passed away, and he then just, like, left his town, cut off communication, and went and played professional rugby for seven years. Mm. Had a knee injury, um, and then when he was trying to figure out his next steps was when Josh showed up and was like, Come live with me and Luke. Come join this podcast. Like, kind right. of, Josh kind of gave him trajectory again, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and so they're still very close. But they didn't talk for those, like, seven years because Zach just, like, went MIA. Yeah, he never grieved. He
1: just avoided.
2: Yeah. Mm. And fucked his way through all of the fans. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um. But that is kind of the additional detail we learn post-coital. Where, yeah, you're kind of like, oh, they really maybe didn't know much about each other's histories because they've apparently been neighbors for years. (laughs) Mm. Which I'm also like, how did you never meet Monica or see Monica then?
1: Right. Unless they always went to Monica's place. Like, they didn't want her in their space.
2: Or, I mean, I guess if it's just, like, your neighbor and you're, like...
1: I don't know my neighbors, to be honest. Yeah,
2: that's that's fair. There's always... You're kind and maybe hang out, but if you're doing your own thing, you wouldn't know that they had a partner. Right. But the fact that Zach was like, well, I've seen you bring One Night Stands home before. So, like, so I assumed a level of closeness there. Well, it could be that Josh
1: had a crush on her and was paying attention. Because she sounds oblivious. Like, not in a a malicious or self-centered way, but just in a, like... Lack of insight way. Like, she just Yeah, she's get just, it. like,
2: doing her thing and, like, going yeah. full speed and, like, not slowing down to consider. That's, you know, that's very fair. Um, okay, so we now move forward. This is continuing. They are now loving their sexual relationship that has developed within this fake dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and Layla is supposed to have a date with Zach and Josh that night. Which, there's also a lot of, like, oh, that's what it was. When the date, when Josh moved the date to the house for a fancy restaurant, she made a comment about, like, not wanting to be seen in public with two men. Because she didn't know mm. how, like, she didn't want people to judge her. Or, like, she was right. like, well, I don't want people to think I'm a slag. Like, that kind of. Right. And they're like, well, why would they? Like, what what is... Are you
1: planning on mounting us both? Like, Like, why would they? Yeah, like, why?
2: So that was part of why they moved the date, because she hadn't, which I think she explained at the house. Like, I don't think, like, she felt like, hey, like, could we not do that or what have you? Mm -hmm. And then at the house was like, this is, this is kind of why. But as things have continued, things have been going well, but now we're just at a date. She's having a horrible day. Mm -hmm. Um, She's supposed to be releasing a new line for her like, a new collection for her lingerie company in the next few months. Pre-orders have been going great, especially with all of the stuff from the podcast. Um, But, like, the supply company lost her order. And she's like, well, you took my money. It's not in my account. And they're like, you never placed the order, so we can't give you the lace. And she, like, can't find the receipt.
3: Mm -hmm. And
2: then there's something wrong with, like, the um, discount code on her website. And she's getting emails and, like, negative reviews about, like, you should treat your customers better than this. And she's, like, a one woman, like, doing it all. And it's just – so overwhelmed and trying her best, but it's, like, starting to have a full panic attack. Right. Um. And she calls Zach to, like, ask him a question about, um, like, email marketing campaigns or something. And just, like, when he picks up, he's like, hey, baby! And she's like, what's your open rate? And he's like, uh, I don't know, let me ask Josh. Like, are you okay? And she's like, I just need to know what the rate is. And she's like, he, like, tells her. She's hyper-focused. Yes, and he's like, are you okay? And she's like yeah i'm fine like and he's like it doesn't seem like you are Mm -hmm. and zach and josh are out so zach texts luke and is like hey you need to go check on layla and he's like why would i go check on Layla? like what's wrong he's like i talked on the phone she didn't sound right so luke they they the guys all have like a shared key to her apartment at this point you know right um and so he goes over and like she like doesn't open the door and when he opens it he's like it looks like a fucking bomb went off in her place like papers are everywhere and like he's like hey like layla and she's like i'm fine i'm good like y- you don't don't worry about me like you can leave and he's like uh, go away please yeah like no you don't need to be here and d- that just kind of keeps so he's like he goes back into her room finds her on the floor Is like she's clearly not okay not okay um and is like she's having a full breakdown and he Helps her sort through a few things and, like, finds the, like, statement that she couldn't find and all all that mm-hmm. stuff. And he's like, hey, send that over to your supplier. And then you and I are, like, we're going to go out. There's a bar I would wanted to try. Let's just go get a drink. We just need some some distance and space, right? Um, she agrees. And they go to the bar. They're having a cute moment. She's definitely in better spirits. They're, like, kind of cuddling. And she's like, you really, like, don't remember me um, at all from high school? And Luke was like... It wasn't my best year, my my best right. space. Um, and he asks if she's going to the reunion. And she's like, eh. And he's like, oh, I go every year. And she's like, really? Why? And he's like, well, it was such a great high school and, like, such low exclusion rates. And, like, starts touting all of the incredible things about the school and how much he, like, loved being a teacher there. And she's like, yeah, my time there was a special kind of hell. Every day was torture. And he's like. We had very different experiences. Uh-huh. Yeah. But he's like, wait, what? Like. What do you – all of the students love that, that, like, how could this be possible? Mm-hmm. Like, truly, he cannot conceptualize that school was not great for her. Right. Um, and um, they're getting closer. They're, like, about to kiss, and then a team, like, scores on the television, and, like, just kind of one of those moments. Yeah. Um, she goes to the bar to get them refills, And suddenly she hears someone be like, oh, there's Two Pound Thompson or like whatever last name is. And she's like, fuck, that is not the voice I wanna hear. And it's this guy, Donnie, that she, um, Donald, Donnie, Donnie Pritchard, I think, something. Hate it. Just sounds like a jackass, doesn't he? Hate it. No offense if your husband's name is Donnie Pritchard, but like it just, he sounds like the bully in a 70s middle school. I was
1: gonna say, that's a very 80s villain.
2: Yes. Donnie or Don. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. That is. I was just thinking of Biff. <laughs> Biff and Don. Also, my baby's hair is it's growing perfectly Biff. straight up. And I am, I'm like, I frequently look at my baby. I'm like, my name's Biff. <laughs> 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 my pants is like, stop doing It is straight up and blonde. It's so cute, though. It is. He looks like he stuck his finger in a light socket. <laughs> he does. No, my mom's like, oh, did you style it? I was like, mom. It just grows straight up like that at this point in time. Um, so, yeah, Donnie is, like, talking to her at the bar and just, like, making comments about high school. Um, she is starting to lose it and have a mm. full meltdown. And is um, she was like, yeah, technically. She's like, well, I told her guys I've never had a boyfriend. Technically, Donnie and I dated for, like, a week in high school before, like, shit hit the fan. Um, and so as that's happening... Luke comes up to her at the bar to check on her and Donnie is like, "What? Like Mr. Martins? Like wh- what are you doing here with Tuggy?" And she just like loses her shit and like Martins is like, why? Tuggy doesn't sound good." No. And Martins is like, "Why is he calling you Tuggy?" And she just like walks out of the bar. Mm-hmm. Um and it like starts to have a meltdown outside. It's so, like he comes outside. Luke does not Donnie, but like Luke comes outside to check on her and we learn like So she didn't put out when Donnie wanted to, and then he just told rumors to the whole school anyway. To the point that, like, she got a reputation for being the school slag when she was like, I was a virgin. I'd never touched anyone. Even the teachers would, like, I would bring up the fact that I was getting harassed to school staff. They wouldn't do anything about it. Um, Mm. And... Luke is like how like feels so guilty because he's like, I was her teacher, I should have caught this, I should have known that should have like never right. been her experience. Um and then he's like, Why did you never say anything? And he's like, as soon as I said that, I knew that was not the right thing to say. Um and she's like, Cause I fucking did. Like this isn't. Like oh, we'll no. we'll get more of those details, but like when he's trying to ask her like more details about what happened, she's just like, I don't want to tell you. Right? And he's never had like he's always been that safe space and was always like the teacher people went to. And, right? Like, has made his life helping people and teaching, mm-hmm. and so he's like, I've truly fucked up if she doesn't feel safe that she could tell me whatever this is and feels very mm. horrible and guilty about that.
1: So this is like a reality check for him about yes. his identity, really. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. And so he ends up, he's like, I need to take this call, and like walks away for a few minutes and ends up calling Josh and telling having Josh come pick her up. Um, and Josh comes, picks her up, just – like, when they get back to – he's like, do you want me to come in? And she's like, well, you're my fake boyfriend. Like, would a boyfriend come in and spend the night? And so he – Josh comes over. Nothing intimate happens. They, like, just, like, holds her and comforts her throughout the the night. That's um, nice. Yes. The next morning, Luke is still feeling real guilty. And it mm. actually has cut to Zach's perspective. And Zach is like, why the fuck is Luke dragging me to this bougie breakfast spot? <laughs> like – what is happening and it was because Luke felt so guilty he like dropped like 50 bucks on breakfast for like every like and Aww. like had Zach go pick it up with him he's
1: like what do i do expensive breakfast feels yes, he's right like,
2: her favorite little breakfast spot i'm like going to get breakfast from there like
1: is really yeah has
2: like realized he he may be fucked up there so um when they get to her place, Zach is, like, about to go into the bedroom. And Luke is, like, you're just going to walk into the bedroom. And he's, like, 7 a.m. on a Saturday. Where else is she going to be? She's going to be, like, <laughs> right. if you want her to eat the breakfast, we got to go into the bedroom. <laughs> and so Zach goes in. But Luke kind of, like, stays out initially. And then Zach is, like, I don't know what happened. He spent a lot of money on breakfast for you. <laughs> like, you just need to eat the breakfast. Like, I don't know. Just. <laughs> Eat the food. Yeah, kind of in that energy. And she's like, well, if I'm going to tell you guys what happened, I don't want to repeat it. So she tells all of them about the full high school kind mm. of experience. And I think that's where we actually got more details about, like, what Donnie said and did. And, like, to the point where, like, she would hear, um, like, when she would be going to the office to try and talk to staff about it, she'd hear them being like, oh, like, that Thompson girl again. Like, right. and just those things. And so Luke is then, like, well, before Luke says anything, she then takes out from under her bed a full box where she has printouts of all of the emails that she CC'd herself on and the responses she got and the lack of, like, anyone doing anything. And, like, mm. she brought receipts for how horrible <laughs> her high school experience was. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so then Luke is, like, well, if, if you went to everyone in the school – why, like, you said you went to all of the school staff, but I don't remember you coming to me, did you? And she's like, yeah, I Here's did. Here's the email. It, well, she had apparently asked him to, like, meet her during his lunch block and they like, scheduled a time and he never showed for the meeting. Oh, no. Um, Which, like, he feels guilty about. But she's also like, you were going through a divorce, mm. like this is not on you that you did not catch this. Like, you had a very real thing happening. But then he's sitting there feeling all guilty, right? Because he's Mm -hmm. like, he's like, "Um, my divorce pales in comparison to a girl being, like, bullied and harassed within an inch of her life. Like, those are not the same thing.
1: So, like, she has more grace and empathy for him than he has for himself at this point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But also, she has very much taken that, like... I will rise above and prove all of these haters wrong mm-hmm. and like never make myself vulnerable or put myself in a situation where someone could hurt me again. Mm. Which then, when you look at why she's horrible at dating, right? Right? It seems obvious. Yeah, yeah. We're, we connect some dots there, right? Um, but Luke does continue to try and like throw himself a pity party and she gets mad about it because she's like, this isn't your thing i was the one getting bullied this is my thing damn it i was the one getting harassed why are you making this about you like Mm -hmm. absolutely not um and she's like stop treating me like your student it is a long time in the past and then he ends up kissing her um and then like pulls back and she's like we're not doing that and then she takes off her shirt and she's like let me give you some incentive (laughs) titties
1: (laughs) what incentive they are
2: I mean, you're not wrong. I know. These are great incentives. <laughs> they are. Do you think they it are. goes all the way back to breastfeeding like people think? I don't know. I mean. I think they're just fun and jiggle. They, I mean. Kind of like balls. <laughs> balls are so fun. <laughs> am, I, am I alone in my thought process here? <laughs> no. <laughs> did i make you feel uncomfy i feel like like, balls are so fun (laughs) am i right and then i'm like oh didn't mean to put you on the spot
1: no i was thinking about that boobs are really fun and i have a lot up top and so sometimes i just do what i want to do and matt is like what are you doing and i'm like Um, i'm having a good time pause
2: pause pause (laughs) sometimes i do what i want to (laughs) do Can I ask? I'm What? What what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing really. Like <laughs> like like bongos. <laughs> bongos. Um I have a friend who also well uh, historically had very large boobs. Mhm. Then had lost a substantial amount of weight and so has some some loose skin and has recently been breastfeeding um, and had been wearing loose shirts initially. <laughs> And had just been taking her boob out, like, whipping it out of the top of her, like, the collar of her shirt every time. <laughs> and I was dying laughing when I was talking to her. And she's like, Chelsea, like, my family was over. Like, I don't have that and much she's mobility. Like, yeah, and she's like, and the shirt top was a little bit tighter. And she's like, I swear to God, it took me ten minutes before I realized I could go under and didn't have to go over. <laughs> and I was in tears oh my god amazing that the level of sleep deprivation and you're just trying to feed your like
3: right old baby right
2: and you're like oh how do i get my boob out of the shirt over or under
1: <laughs> well not even considering under as an
2: option it's Touché. just over is the only choice it's over or bust <laughs> this child will go hungry that's awesome
3: right oh. um,
2: yeah so then zach hears them Like, here's Luke and Layla in the kitchen, and then comes out, and is kind of like, so can we join? If we can't join, Josh and I are going to go back to our place (laughs) real fast. Just need to know if this is a one-on-one situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, as Zach is also, like, grabbing his crotch and being like, I need to know if I can join or not, (laughs) so I can make some important life decisions about how my morning is going to (laughs) go. Um. Yeah. Then Layla's response is like, "Well, like, is everybody clean?" <laughs> like, <it's kind laughs> Just of very being, like, practical. She, yeah. And then they have a foursome, which like Luke is apparently like the caveman, domineering, will direct the scene, sure kind of energy. But All I'll right. say for as much as I described him as like kind of being a little bit more like cavemanny in that way, I've read way cavemanier. Right. Like I did. It didn't. Like, we've read books where I'm like, ooh, no, not that. And this, I was like, this just feels like some general guidance and direction. So, like, light top energy. More than, like, full dom. That's how I experienced it. Okay. Um, I would be curious if other people felt the same way. But when I was Mm -hmm. reading it, I I just think for, like, the level of, like, books that we've read when you're like, oh, like, when someone is fully sending the full – full dom energy versus this i'm like yeah i mean like he's like make her wetter and they're like okay
1: well like i just finished a book where the guy was like you know i like to dominate whatever whatever and it was like some light choking
2: and i was like okay like (laughs) did you see the tweet that was going back around that was like yeah my roommate, roommate my freshman year of college the first day he's like listen, this isn't high school anymore. This is college. Going to be bringing a lot of girls back here. Maybe even some guys. Like, you better get on board. Like, this ain't high school. He's like, so anyways, he brought one woman back who's now his wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, literally that. Where it was like, I've never unleashed fully with anyone before. Are you ready, baby? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, lightly choking. And like a little ass play. And she's like, and it's... Made out to be, like, a massive deal. And it's like, oh, okay. Like,
2: Talk to Arson or Axel or Diesel and get back to me on this.
1: Exactly. Like, there was no knife involved. Can we really say it was that
2: bad? Right. Um, so, things continue to go well. I do make a specific note for some reason. Foursome transpires. First venture into anal play, which goes back to the conversation we were having in the last episode about, mm. like, there's only so many sexual partners that you can bring into a situation before your ass is also a part of that situation. Right. Right. At least personally, that is my current thought process. Mm-hmm. Future Chelsea reserves the right to change her mind with more information. But logistically, that's right. where I'm landing.
1: Well, it does always come back to logistics. Yeah. How many holes? Right. How, how do you access the holes? Right. Yeah. How many hands? What are your feet doing?
2: Like, there's a lot happening. Well, we had that whole day where we had a full conversation about we trying did. to get your feet in, involved.
1: So, I again, I just finished a different book. Oh, Oh, okay. Uh, mm -hmm. About a chick who was a madam in Vegas.
3: Okay.
1: And then met a guy and it was a whole thing. And she becomes a part of this group of women and they're all talking about like weird sex stuff. And they're like, hold up, hold up. You have to have some weird stories. Like, you have to. Like, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened? And she's like, Well, I was with a guy who didn't want me to shower for 24 hours before we were mm. together. And mm-hmm. they were like, Well, that's not that weird. She's like, I wasn't allowed to wear deodorant. And they're like, Well, and she's like, And then he would have sex with my yeah. armpit. And they were like, What? Oh, How much did that pay? And she was like, 10 grand. And they were like, I would let somebody do that for 10
2: I'll let someone come in my armpit for 10 grand. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not going to pretend otherwise. I mean, I'm not
1: going to advertise for it. You're right. I'm or not taking seek out, it.
2: I'm not taking out a billboard. This is not something <laughs> no. that is I'm no. I'm putting out there for the general public. But should anyone ever approach me, and ask, mm-hmm. and quite frankly, I don't think Vance is going to disagree. I think Vance yeah. is going to go, sounds like a deal.
1: Right. Like Oh, could we pay off our credit cards in the new car that I just bought? Sure. Yeah, you do what you need to do. Like, exactly. Love yeah. you, baby. Good
2: for you. High five. Like, the worst thing is that you have a little bit of semen in your armpit? I've had worse things. I'm not touching that. <laughs> okay. There, I realized it as I said it. They're in fun? the next podcast recording. <laughs> um, they're discussing that Luke has joined mm. the segment. Um Fans are very excited, and for the record, with how the book is written, there will be chapters that are just, like, the podcast transcript, Mm. then there will be, like, the next chapter that's like, tweets that, like, fans have, like, responded to the show. So there is, like, some of that fun dynamic as as well. Um, But one of the things that Layla recommends when they're talking about, like, the show just as a whole, as they're recording, and she recommends that Zach do, like, a segment on grieving a partner... Um, and Zach isn't really like receptive, like kind of like shuts yeah. down a bit. Which she realizes and she just kind of like moves on. Mm-hmm. Um so you you can tell it's it's still tender throughout, cause and I can't remember if it's here or at another point, but another point Luke brings up the thought of him doing that segment while recording as well. And Zach gets like really pissed and like shuts him down, like mm. Less passively than he did with Layla. But I did make note because I was laughing really hard. um, In the podcast transcript, um, one of the questions that they received was like, my boyfriend wants me to sit on his face, but I'm bigger and I'm nervous. And Layla's like, I'll take that question. (laughs) Exact response. I don't know how strong the human head is, and I don't think it matters. There's no weight capacity. Sit on his face. And if he dies, he dies.
3: (laughs) Is her official (laughs) podcast advice. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I feel like if you give that advice, though, like, you need to have some kind of legal disclaimer because I feel like with my luck, somebody would die. Like, if I gave that advice, somebody would die and I'd get sued. Oh, my
2: God. Did I ever tell you about when I was talking? I had a I had a therapy client, and she had very specific set goals that she was like, I want to, like, buy a house. I want to do that. Like, and – so we were talking about buying a house, and I was like, listen, I'm not even saying you need to schedule a showing. I was like, but look on on Zillow, look on Redfin, start, like, just, like, dip your toe in that water. Right. Look in the general area, see what there is. Like, just kind of trying to warm her up to the idea. And then we made it where I was like, okay, you don't need to put an offer in. You can just go to an open house. You can schedule a showing. Like, just really – it's like exposure therapy. Yes, it was yeah. like exposure therapy for buying a house. She showed up in session the next week. I'm like, oh, like, hey, how's your week? Not great, Chelsea. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. Tell me what happened. Well, I went to see a house. And I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah, the owners have an underground German shepherd fighting ring. And they breed the dogs in their house. And we didn't know. And opened the door and they were like... 20 German shepherds like it was like a bad situation oh my god and she's like, I was just trying to go see a house and I was like you cannot put this one on me <laughs> how was I supposed to know there was an underground dog fighting ring at the house that you went to that's view. not a normal
1: outcome no. for going to an open house in fairness to you it was <laughs> not a normal
2: outcome I was like I might not always give great feedback in session, but that one cannot be pinned on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I still think about her. I hope she's well. She did buy a house. It was well, not that house. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as their relationships are progressing, um, it's Mother's Day. Layla's actually like, I kind of have a break today. Like, all of the orders are done. Like, I'm just kind of vibing. She's like, I'm gonna like dress up, feel a little sexy, go over to the guys' place, see what's up. And then as she's getting over there, it's dark, and she's like, wait, I forgot they said that they were, like, leaving town for Mother's Day. But then she hears a sound, and Josh is, is there alone. Josh's mother had passed away mm. when he was 19, and he's, like, not doing well. And he's sitting at his desk, and he is responding to all of the emails for advice that the podcast guys get. And she's, like, looking on a shelf and seeing he has, like, psychology textbooks and relationship textbooks and, like, takes it very, very seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. But, yeah, so he's spending, like, what is a horrible day for him alone just responding to people's relationship advice. And she's, Mm -hmm. like, we're going to stop and we're going to, like, go and, like, take a break. And he's, like, I'm not feeling, like, I'm not in the mood to, like, be sexy or romantic. And she's, like, well, I'm a little offended um, because that's obvious, nor was I asking. And he's, like, well, you clearly came here dressed up. She's, like, and then I saw you. And realized that maybe my outfit wasn't the most appropriate. We Um, recalibrated. Yes. She's like, I can change clothes, believe it or not. We don't have to stay here. So they just have a really sweet night, like, on the couch. She just takes care of him. Mm. And I think it really just solidifies how he feels for her.
1: Right. Because he's always had feelings for her. And now it's, like, more than a crush kind of deal. Yes. Yeah.
2: Um. Which is kind of starting to be the trajectory for all of them. Like the podcast is continuing to do well. And Luke asks Layla to be his date to his ex's wedding. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Who is also her former headmistress, let us right, remember. Right, right. right. Um, and so she's like, Okay, like I I'll go with you. And cause Zach is going because Zach has known the groom since he was a toddler because he's Uh. best friends with, like, it's Josh's brother. So, like, they're all there together. And the guys are like, we're going to book a suite for a few days. We're going to make it, like, a special, like, romantic getaway. We're going to, like, make it a whole thing because she's been working so hard. It's not about the wedding. It's about
1: us spending time together. Got it.
2: Um, We also find out... I forgot from, like, the breakdown night situation. Layla had applied. There's a, like, lingerie designer she really loves in New York that she had applied for, like, kind of, like, an internship scholarship kind of thing. Um, And we find out that she got offered the scholarship opportunity. Mm. And so the guys are all excited for her. um, And she's talking about, like, yeah – well, um, if that would mean like probably like moving to New York, and I, they're like, well, like visiting New York, and she's like, well, no, like that's kind of the next step. Like, I'd love to like set up a brick and mortar there, and like they're like, Whoop. yeah, and they're like, wait, what? No, you, why you don't need to move to New York? We aren't in New York. We're here. Mm. Um, which like leads to a conversation about her hiding behind work and not really being vulnerable and not really putting herself out there, and then like the guys kind of push in on like cool, we can totally see, like, you go to New York and just work your ass off and, like, don't have a life and, like,
1: Mm. nothing
2: is going to change if you move to New York kind of energy. What Um, about
1: your 10-year plan of getting married and having kids and whatever?
2: Yeah. Well, and so then the guys decide it's time to have a lesson on control and vulnerability and they just tie her to the bed. (laughs) Yeah. They start with her hands, but then she could move her feet. And so then they tied her ankles as well.
3: Mm.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the next logical step
2: here. You get it. Yeah. Is that not the the next logical step? (laughs) Um, (laughs) My exact notes. They edge her for over an hour. She's so worked up, as soon as a dick is inside of her, she convulses on it. She convulses on everyone, and they convulse on her. (laughs) (laughs) So...
1: People may disagree with me, but the idea of
3: convulsions
1: doesn't do it for me, personally. Convulsions. I mean... I think of a seizure when I think of a convulsion. Yeah,
2: I would say the word was being used more as a poor synonym than as an actual (laughs) representation. (laughs) Fair enough. She was not seizing on their dick.
1: Yeah, yeah. That would be traumatic. But also, edging for over an hour...
2: Mm. Lily Gold, really into edging. I've read this book, and as I said, I'm reading another one by her.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's also a reverse harem that um, is like a famous movie star actress who has a stalker and three, uh, right, right. three guys security team. There's a lot of edging in that one, too. Mm. Kind of, Kind of their thing, apparently. Like, to the point where I'm like, is this... Is this too much edging in this book? (laughs) Is this too much? Mm. Maybe.
1: Well, it's one thing to, like, describe a bit of edging and be like, and it went on for an hour. But it's another thing to, like, describe it.
2: Well, so it started as, like, the guys were kind of teasing her, and they were edging her, and then she was like, game on. And then the next chapter starts, and it was like, an hour later, (laughs) I was in tears and, like, a... (laughs)
1: you okay over there yeah well it's like i was what i thought was of spongebob when it's like an hour later
2: like or whatever yes yeah yeah like that that little cutaway scene (laughs) yeah is exactly what happened um so then layla gets an email about another email about the um opportunity in new york that's like hey we booked your flight it's next sunday and the guy's like, wait, what? Next Sunday? Um, and that Saturday, the guys are supposed to do a recording, um, a live recording at a, like, podcast convention where, like, mm. their their show has been doing so well that they've been moved to the largest auditorium. Tickets have sold out for this. It's, like, a huge, huge deal. So they're like, okay, why don't we do the final closing with you at the podcast um, convention on Saturday and so that'll kind of be the big closing before you leave on Sunday is the the rough thought. But like all of the guys are like a bit like uh. somber and like aren't loving it. Yeah. Um yeah, Luke and Zach put some Benoit beads in her vag before the ceremony is where we're going next with it.
1: Before the the wedding?
2: Yeah, before the wedding oh, okay, ceremony. Okay. It's not a paranormal book. There's no other ceremonies happening. Well,
1: I was like, is there a ceremony at the podcast convention? No. Is there an award oh, you ceremony? you know, touche.
2: No, touche. So, at, because they're, the hotel is where the wedding is. Right. Which, when we also get there, apparently, it's where Luke got married. Oh, no. And Layla's like, wait, this is where you got married to Amy? And he's like, yeah. She apparently couldn't. It doesn't really seem like she wanted to be bothered with planning a new wedding, like same invitation template, no. same flowers, same no. like same wedding, different groom. No, ten years later, same wedding, different or, groom. More than ten because they've been divorced. Ten. Yeah,
3: no. Yes,
2: yeah, so, like Luke is like obviously not yeah thriving in that that situation. Um, so gives himself a little distraction, shoves some metal beads up his girl's <laughs> coot coot before the ceremony. Yeah. Um. And then at the ceremony, like, Zach, like, sticks his hand under her dress and is, like, fingering her, like, trying to, like, be subtle about it. Then she gasps. Then people look. And so then she's just, like, super on edge the entire ceremony between the beads and getting fingered. Sure. Yeah. Which I'm like. Fair enough. Well, that is a lot. Mm-hmm. After the. Was it earlier that day? After the edging? I don't know. It's too much. That's a long time. <laughs> Um, because then <laughs> it's a lot to sit through yeah because they stay in her throughout a lot of the reception uh, like those are in there yeah for a good amount of time yeah and at the reception like Zach and Layla are like cozy and having fun but she's very aware of like She's seeing former teachers there and she's there as Luke's date, but mm. is like cozy with Zach and is just like aware of the comments and the Right. What did they call her Tuggy Thompson? Is what
1: Dawn called her,
2: whatever. Yeah, like two pound Thompson and Tuggy Thompson. Right. And kind of like just those like super like derogatory, shitty mm-hmm. nicknames. Um, then as they're as she's standing there, as Layla's standing there with Zach, Rob and Amy, Rob is the groom, they come up. I'm just and like Rob looks at Zach and he's like, "Thanks so much for coming." Um, Josh had told me you probably like wouldn't be able to make it today, so like really means the world to me that like you were you were able to to make it. And Zach's initially like, "What?" and then it dawns on him that it's the anniversary of Emily's passing, and he completely forgot.
3: Oh no! That
2: it was the anniversary of her death. And so then he starts to, like, have a full meltdown because he's, like, I can't believe I forgot. I always, like, I go to her grave every year. Right. We, like, have the full thing. And I completely, he's, like, I've been too caught up in this. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe I, like, I'm such a shit human. So mm-hmm. he's having a full meltdown and, like, leaves for a few moments. When he leaves for a few moments, Josh just, like, comes right up, takes Zach's place Realizes there's some beads inside of Layla and fingers her in the bathroom before he has to go take photos
1: with the beads still in with
2: there? the beads still in there. Okay. Yeah, I think Zach Zach takes them out next in the like the next. Oh, scene. okay, okay. That like, yeah, but no, they were still there. Hmm. So fucking long. Okay. <laughs> I, do you
1: disagree? No, <laughs> like no. I I was actually thinking about um. So I work in a residential facility and we have to do luggage searches, right? Mm. Um and things are often found toys. Yeah. So do you guys allow your No, we do you know, not. Like,
2: they can't keep their toys, can they?
1: No. No. So Bat, my my husband works in intake where mm. we work. And he was telling me the other night he got home late because he was help assisting with a, r- a luggage luggage search and the RA like just reached into the bag nope. barehanded <gasps> with <laughs> yes that's the correct wear response gloves. without no. a glove on and she she pulled out a butt plug mm. and Matt was like mm. I just told her baby girl that's why you wear gloves. Every time.
2: And, and you know what? That's a mistake she's not going to make twice.
1: Never again. Never again. She will remember for the rest she of her life.
2: raw-dogged. A butt plug. A I mean, butt luckily, plug. Luckily, she only raw-dogged it in her hand. But still. Oh, my <gasps> God. I don't even know. No. Of all of the shit from, like, working community mental health and, like, resident, like.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 So then. Oh, no. <laughs> My husband got the, like, bags, the the um, uh, bubble wrap bags that we put valuables in. Mm-hmm. And he put them in there and put them in valuables in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls who worked the safe were really upset. And he was like, you guys, there was a heart-shaped jewel in there you never know. It could have been valuable. It could
2: have been real. <laughs> it could have been valuable. And you know what? It was valuable enough to them that they wanted to bring it with them. hmm And also, question, where would it go? If you're like, it's not going with their valuables that they'll get back after they've been here. And it's not going with them right. onto the unit. Right. Where does it
1: go? We do return to luggage. So luggage oh. is kept in a separate building. Um, and so we'll do return to luggage for things that aren't valuable, but things we don't want them to have.
2: I stand by Matt's decision. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> it was really funny. Especially to be the girls to be like, absolutely not. And he's like, it could be valuable. There was a jewel in there. There was a jewel. <laughs> um, <laughs> so as Layla's getting finger blasted sure. by Josh, Luke is talking to his ex-wife. Who's like, I can't believe you would bring Layla, like, cause, and she recognized her as she's mm-hmm. like, What are you doing here? And she's like, I can't believe you bring her. You know, like, what her reputation was at the school. And I saw her kissing um, Josh and Zach earlier, like, and she's like, clearly, like, not faithful to you. And then she also told him, She's like, You know, before we got married, my, like, my family didn't like you and didn't think it would last. And, like, as soon as I, like, put the ring on at the ceremony, like, I knew we wouldn't last either. And Luke is standing there having a breakdown because he's like, I thought we would last. Like, right. I did not marry you thinking it was temporary. Right. I thought you were my forever person. Um, and so his ex-wife is like, I, I just want to make, make sure you don't miss the warning signs again. It's kind of the energy.
3: Mm.
1: So it's like I'm being extremely cruel, but I'm helping you. Yes, it's because yeah. I
2: care about you. Right, that I like get to like be a complete ass to this other human. Mm. Um. So then we cut back to um, Layla and Zach. He has now taken her outside to like a secluded place in in the gardens, um, and the beads do come out of her, and he fucks her in the shrubs. <laughs> I'm sure they were nice shrubs. It was a nice hotel. (laughs) I don't know. When people describe. (laughs) What? (laughs) So.
1: Are you familiar with the band Electric Cowboy or Eskimo Cowboy? They changed their name recently. No, They're a German band. Okay. And they're techno slash metal. Okay. And in their video for. A song called we got the moves one of them like is very obviously fucking violating a bush like he's tonguing a bush and that's all i could think about when you just said they banged in a shrub i was like kevin would be into that because i thought of oh, what was
2: that like old prank show like mm. probably like late 90s early 2000s it was all like more, it was like more like a sketch comedy kind of prank show, but I just remember there was a candid camera. No, it wasn't candid camera. <laughs> but I remember there was a like walk through um like hedge maze. Oh uh, okay. But um they had a person drop like dressed up and they dropped them in in a shrub costume to block one of the entry points. So like someone like walks in and like starts to walk towards the end of the the maze lane, and they go. Oh, this is closed on this side. So they try and walk back the other way, but the person dressed as the maze shrub has like <laughs> shuffled in. So then the person <laughs> is like shut in this maze, and like, wait, how do I get out? Right. That's what it. That's what it made me think of. But he fucks her <laughs> in whatever sort of shrub maze topiary, sure greenery situation this this was. And then she tells him that she loves him oh no and then he goes i can't do this anymore and calls it off and she's real pissed she's yeah um she's dare i say big mad hannah (laughs) not big mad big mad oh no Um, and zach is like you knew what this was like we said friendship first and she's like i'm sorry you came inside of me three seconds ago it's still currently dripping down my leg and you're dumping me that's not how you treat a friend So, no, there is no friendship left. Our relationship is over. And he's like, no, like, that's not, like, what, like. Good for her, though. Yeah, and she's like, that's not how you treat friends. Absolutely not. Mm. Um, And so then she's like, I'm out. She's on her way back. While she's on her way back, she overhears the conversation between Luke and Amy, where Amy's calling her a slag and warning him off of her. Um, And She's not having a good night. She is not having a good night at all. Um, And so did Luke see Zach take off or whatever? Um, I think, like, Zach texted Luke something like, check on Layla or something. And then Luke finds her in their, like, hotel room and she's, like, packing her bag. And she's like, I'm out. I'm not not staying here for all Mm -hmm. this. And then Luke is also in his head. Where he doesn't want to miss all of the warning signs and doesn't want to risk it again. And I think it's also, like, he's seeing all of these people at this wedding that he thought he was marrying into this family, right? So Mm. these people that he had relationships with. Right. That you then haven't seen. That, like, doesn't mean they didn't matter to you. Like, Mm -hmm. so I think he's just kind of reconciling. He's like, I'm not willing to risk it again. And I think maybe, like, Zach was right. But he says to Layla, he's like, I don't know if I can be with a girl like you. And she's like, what's a girl like me? Who's a girl like me? What does that mean? Are you saying a girl like me because I'm too pretty? Like, is that is that what you mean here? Like, you're saying you can't be with me because I'm too pretty? But the, I'm just too slutty because I'm, I'm pretty? Okay. Like, it's having that mm. full kind of conversation she's with She's not him. having it. No. Yeah. She's good like, for what? her. Yeah, she's like, what do you mean by a girl like me? She's like, I deserve better than this. I knew you were a coward. I'm out. hmm And so she, once again, she also tells him that she was falling for him. Mm. And he's like, "I'm still calling it." So this is like another one bites the
1: dust, where she, so she chooses to be vulnerable and be honest about how she feels, and they don't handle it well. And she's like, "Okay, well, I'm not gonna sit here and beg,
2: so I'm out." Yeah, yeah. And I also like wouldn't say her responses are like super overly exaggerated, like right, not like ultra dramatic, or yeah. Anything. I'm like no, I, I totally understand where when Zach is like. Well, our friendship matters more. And she's like, how are you treating me like a friend right now? Mm-hmm. This isn't how you treat people you care about. This isn't how you treat friends. So, no. Um, Luke ends up heading home and he just, like, they, but, like, Josh has to stay at the wedding. It's, like, Josh doesn't know all of this is happening. Um, oh. And it's his brother's wedding that he's, like, the fucking best man at, right? right? So, I think they just, like, let Josh know that they were headed back to um, the apartment. And the next morning, like, Zach gets back to the apartment, still drunk, reeking of alcohol, But also has a meltdown because he realizes Emily's ring is missing. Oh no. Yeah. And like has a full, full meltdown. Yeah. Um, What happens from there? I don't really remember. Everyone was mad. Josh gets (laughs) like, Josh gets back to the apartment and like screams at like Luke and Zach and is like, the fuck did y'all do? Right. Um, Where's Layla? Yeah. Like, and, like, and as they're telling him, he's, like, you didn't think that, like, how you handled all of this would impact her, given her history and what we know about, like, Josh being mm. the one who, like, they all are obviously in love with her. But Josh being the one who's, like, yeah, y'all are really being selfish pricks right now. You really didn't think this one through, did you?
1: Yeah. Well, and he's been in love with her the longest.
2: Or at yes. least acknowledged
1: his feelings exactly. the longest.
2: Um, so then also a day after the wedding, as, like, they're having this full conversation – all Of the guys are, um, they we learned that there are some photos that have been leaked of Layla from the wedding with all of the different guys. Oh and, no.
1: and isn't she supposed to be going to New York on Sunday? Isn't this Sunday, the day after the wedding?
2: No, the podcast can be mentioned oh, today. Okay, it's, a, okay. it's the week before. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, what was I saying about photos released? Yes, so she's. Everyone on listening to the podcast, like, oh, like, she's fake dating all of them. Who will she choose at the end? It's clear they're all, like, developing feelings for each other, kind of. So it's, like, The Bachelor. I don't think quite The Bachelor. I just think all of these people are invested. Then suddenly Mm -hmm. they see photos of her, like, kissing each of the guys at a public event. And then it just kind of, like, made her a slag again and, like, public Mm -hmm. enemy number one. And then... She's leading all of them on. Yeah, all of the, like, everyone is like, I can't believe she's cheating on, like, and so she's just getting Mm -hmm. destroyed in the media. Like, completely destroyed. And the guys had, like, released a statement um, that was just kind of, like, a, like, vague, like, hey, like, you might not have all the context, please respect our privacy kind of energy. Um, And that was the only thing that, like, the guys released. Mm -hmm. So... She's hiding out in a hotel and is like, that's all they've released. They're not defending me. They clearly don't care. Like, So she's just really struggling at this point. Um, at the podcast convention, the guys are still, like, all pissed at each other for how this – like, it's like a week later. Things have not resolved between, between all of them. And all of the attendees, they're like, okay, we're going to do a Q&A. And every question is about Layla.
1: Right, obviously. Everyone's like,
2: Where is she? Did she cheat on you? And they, like, don't know how to respond. They don't know what to do. And then fucking Donnie Pritchard comes up to ask a question on the mic. And, like, I guess you see kind of, like, Luke's response to him. And then when Zach Mm -hmm. puts together who Donnie Pritchard is, he jumps off the stage and punches him in the face. Good for him. Yeah, and attacks a fan. Um, So then everyone's like, this podcast just attacked a fan. We are spiraling out of control. Yes. And Zach may be realizing, huh, Maybe. I'm a little bit in love with Layla. (laughs) I could maybe have feelings. Maybe. That's not a normal response. Right? Potentially. Um, Layla, as she's just been hiding, and she's like, I'm not doing any of this. She had reached out to um, the company in New York and was like, here's my extension through the hotel, and just turned off her phone. Mm. She's like, I'm not doing any of this. So she... Um, the guys have all realized post-podcast meltdown, they love her, they want to get her back, they need to make this right. Right. She is like, alright, I'm on my way to America, I'm moving on, this is a horrible way to end everything here, but I can't fathom going back to my apartment, I'm just done. I'm done, yeah. yeah. Um, So she gets to the airport and gets up to check in to find out that her flight has been canceled, because the owner of the lingerie company is a huge fan of the podcast. <gasps> and didn't want her ruining their brand.
1: So I was going to say, I hope that it's not one of those where, like, the guys all run into the the airport at the last minute or whatever. Because I mean, I mean, it's still not. We're not at the end yet. I mean, it still could be, but, like,
2: that's... Well, but I just told you it's not going to happen. That's
1: a twist. <laughs> but that whole, like oh no. So this is having like rippling effects for her life. She thought she was getting away for a fresh start. And it's like, yeah, just kidding. You're still a
2: whore to everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Um. And she's like, I really can't escape this. And I don't know what this even means for my company because I had so many new buyers and clients mm-hmm. that were fans of the podcast. And like, where does that kind of like leave me. So she just kind of sits down and is trying to figure out her next steps. And her phone is like blowing up from all of the messages that she finally turned it back on that she hadn't really received for the last couple weeks because she called to be like, what the fuck? And they're like, we're sorry. This is the decision and the job is no longer available. Mm. Um, But everyone is like, you like the guys are doing a live recording and the episode was called like the apology tour. And so she um, at the airport like, takes out her headphones and sits down and starts listening to the podcast where the guys are just, like, answering live questions, shutting down everything, clarifying things. Zach is talking about the grief of losing a partner and the impact of that. Mm. Um, like, when, like, they're getting, like, they've explained everything and then people are still writing comments like, I, I don't know, it still kind of seems like she cheated on you. And they're like, she didn't? Haven't we taught y'all to be more open-minded about, like, group relationships and things right. like that? And are really – so she tweets at them. And is like I'm listening. It was like all she says, um, and the guys see it and are like, "Please come home. Like we really like we mm-hmm. we miss you. We want to apologize in person." Um, and so when she ends up going back to the apartment, and this is the part that annoyed me, I'm just like, "This is this is the part." <laughs> what a setup! <laughs> she walks in and she's like. I, like, they, like, are all so excited to see here and so relieved. And they've been recording for a while. They tell her they're, like, we were going to do 48 hours of live recording. And then if you didn't respond, that was, like, our only – like, that was going to be, like, our last-ditch effort. Because, like, we had no – we didn't know what hotel you were at. You had your phone off. So they were going to do 48 hours of live recording before they called it. Okay. Which, logistically – Again, yeah. yeah. have some questions about. But that's not the part that annoyed me. The part that annoyed me is that she walks in and they're all, like, so relieved and excited and she's just like, I'll never trust you. Like, I'm moving. Like, we're done. I swear, three pages later, she'd forgiven them.
3: Mm.
2: It was one of those where I was like, "We Right. I I get that this is where this was going, but I, I honestly felt, and I don't say this often, I felt like there should have been a little more groveling. Yeah. I felt like we, like, just resolved it a little
1: too quickly well because all of that is a major violation of trust Mm -hmm. right to like put yourself out there for somebody even one person and have them reject you in that way Mm -hmm. like how can you trust them
2: moving forward
1: and so just to be like okay is like well especially given how um, That's been, like,
2: the whole thing, the strong whole Strong-minded she's yeah. been this whole time. Like, how... When, how much she's overcome and how much she's yeah. like, I'm not... I'm never going to put myself in these positions again. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I get that, like, the guys did really own the, yeah. that they fucked up. So, they resolve everything. She forgives them. They're, they all end up together. Um, and then she invites all three of them to be her date to her high school reunion. Okay. So I'm like, oh, we're just kind of, like, really fully sending it the other way now. We're like, you didn't want to be seen on a date in public. with But now you're like, fuck it. It's all over the news. Everyone knows. I'm just going to own that this is who I am and that these are my men. And okay. so she she takes all three of them um, to the re- reunion with her. Donnie Pritchard is there, and he's been threatening a lawsuit against Zach with – all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I mean, he did get punched in the face very publicly. <laughs> so all of the stuff. All of Fair the, enough. You know, the public assault. When I say all of the stuff, I guess I really mean the public assault. Fair enough. Yes. But Layla talks to him and is like, she also has proof and evidence of shit he had done. And he's like trying mm-hmm. to run for office. And he's like, please don't destroy me. She's like, I literally don't think about you. Just like, leave us the fuck alone and we'll leave you the fuck alone. I won't release anything like right. It doesn't need to be a thing.
1: It's not worth it to me. Yes. Right. But if you make it worth it, mm-hmm. it's a separate issue. Yeah.
2: So Amy is there because she was the former headmistress, or she's still the current headmistress. But mm-hmm. then more is coming up about um, the the bullying and such still, and, like, what Layla's experience was. And, um, like, Amy's, like, publicly shaming Layla again. And Luke is like, the fuck not. And is apparently still on the board with the school and starts doing an investigation to realize that, like, the school didn't have, like, great rates when it came to, like, exclusion and bullying or things like that. It was that um, the headmistress was sweeping it all all under the rug. Oh, no. And so it was, yeah. Like, he realized that the school, like, gets her fired. Mm. The whole thing. Um, and gets that victory of getting to...
3: Yeah. advocate
2: and protect his students and, and like, like that,
1: affirm his identity as a person who cares and is willing to step up for people
2: and be there for them yeah yeah i think you've honed in on the identity piece more than i did when i was reading it but i but i do see what you mean yeah um yeah yeah
1: well, I'm just thinking for myself. It's important to me that like I advocate and support the yeah. people that I work with. And mm-hmm. so, if somebody were to come to Ten me and years say, later, like, someone to
2: tell you that you fucked
1: it, right? Like, I told you that this awful thing was going on, and you did nothing. I would be like, ugh,
2: yeah, like, oof. That's like destroyed how I view myself and how yeah. I interact with the world. One thousand percent. Yeah. Um. No, I I totally see that. I think it like. I think reading, it felt more like a side plot thing mm-hmm. in the moment to me than it felt like the main thing. Right. But even at that, I'm I'm right there with you. That's ultimately the end of the book. The mm. epilogue is that they all get married on her 30th birthday. Okay. Which was like her goal was to be married by 30. Right. And so it's sweet because they like bring up her 10-year plan so she can like check it off on the list. And then they have her start working on her uh, next plan for her 30s. So I have a question. Yeah. About that. What are your thoughts
1: on a wedding, on a holiday, or a birthday, or something like that? Um.
2: I mean, I think, like, Christmas would be a weird one. Yeah. I have some friends who have gotten married on, like, New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And that one doesn't bother me. And that one, I'm like, yeah, you just have a. More excuse to celebrate every year, right? Right. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, I was just thinking about it because my wedding sometimes falls on Mother's Day. But that Mm. wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Um, When we got – the year we got married, it was not Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes It would be weirder if it was. Yeah. Um, So sometimes it's like – but I think getting married on your birthday – might be a little weird. Like, not bad or wrong, but, like, I would want a separate day.
2: For you, yes. I see why why you would want a separate day. I think for her, with all that her birthday symbolized right. and, like, really achieving her goals and entering the next era, I think mm-hmm. it was more symbolic. Right. Um, I—it wouldn't bother me to have my birthday and anniversary on, on the same day. Mm. i I think think it's it's more fun celebrate
1: my birthday i celebrate my anniversary more than i celebrate my wedding
2: anniversary well because my husband's birthday is march my birthday is july and then our anniversary is october Mm, and then there's just kind of the general holidays right so it kind of gives us like nice little points to celebrate Mm -hmm. um but i'd say if we're taking a trip we're normally doing more of a trip for, like, his birthday or our anniversary as far as, like, an actual us trip. Right. Because being a July birthday, being so close to 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. I – it doesn't – the thought of it doesn't bother me to, like, have them on the same date. But I do enjoy not having them on the same date. Right. Yeah. So what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that book as a whole? I mean, it sounds really fun. And it also
1: sounds like a a weirdly, like – um plausible contemporary reverse harem if that makes sense yes because a lot of times in these reverse harems like like den of vipers or some of these others where there's no paranormal situation it's like that would never happen like that would never happen and
2: it's again or like the logistics where it's like right she's She's the mafia princess from the rival family, and we're, like, yeah. the three, like, sons on this side, and, like, they're, mm-hmm. like, like, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yes. so this one was really, I'm like, oh, this just feels like a comfort rom-com that happens to be a Y-Choose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel reverse harem y. Yeah. Which, which is the weird thing to read and be like, there's so many dicks.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well it's just like the
1: lack of angst for me
2: yes which is nice that's a great way to word it the lack of angst
1: yeah yes because there was like enough drama where you're invested but not so much that it's like
2: ugh that's
1: heavy yeah or ridiculous
2: yeah it was all plausible it was all light enough you were yeah. rooting for everyone the whole time mm-hmm. um I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah what is our rating system um Right, I don't know.
1: lingerie sets. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking like recording mics for podcast. Benoit balls. <laughs> Benoit. Wa- <laughs> yep, done. Uh, how how many? <laughs> did
1: you ever watch Archer, the show? Archer?
2: No, I never did.
1: Okay, it's always been on my
2: list. I've just never made it there.
1: Well, it's fantastic, and in multiple episodes there is a character named benoit and anytime somebody says benoit archer just goes balls like at the end every time so now every time
0: balls
1: benoit balls that's all i think about is archer um
2: yeah my my parents were selling a house and they were um had some furniture that they no longer needed so they were like sending us pictures and i was like yep i'll take that table no i don't want that and my mom sent me a lamp and I was like, Mom. Is it the, the sex lamp? The one that looks like anal beads? Yes. Yeah, the whole thing. And yes. we I know that my parents were like, you and Vance have your minds in the gutter. I'm like, you were the ones who displayed this lamp in your home. How you purchased I? it on yeah. purpose. I'm the perv for just acknowledging what we all saw <laughs> as the truth. Okay. Well, so also we were once playing um like that fishbowl game and I'm, it was the round where it was, um, it wasn't charades. It was more of, what's, what is the game where you describe the thing and people have to guess the thing? Uh,
1: is it categories? No. I mean,
2: categories is the list one. Right. It's the most obvious thing in the world that you and I are going to make fun of ourselves for because this is like low-hanging fruit that we can't get to. I've got The nothing. moral of the story is that the word my dad drew was fluffer. And... Vance and I start laughing. and My dad's like, what? Like, what's a fluffer? And then what, we, like, told him what a fluffer was. Why did that? Why was that included in the game? Yeah. Right after Ruth Bader Ginsburg was an option, <laughs> I was like, we're just really covering <laughs> our bases here. You got fucking fluffers and you RBG. Mm. Yeah. What a wide variety. Yeah. Good game. for that. But then no, my dad was like, that's it. Y'all are going to hell. <laughs> and I was like, for knowing what a fluffer is? For keeping myself educated and informed? Rude. Um, are we, are Wall balls, are, uh, I mean, I don't know what else we would use. Um, We could do lingerie sets. Yeah. So lingerie sets. And that gives us, we can just do a half a set, right? So that gives True. us a, a decimal. We can do
1: a bra or panties. Yeah.
2: Is there a garter belt? Right. are there stockings? So many pieces. Yeah. For our decimal point system. Um, okay. If, let's say... You know what? Let's go big. Let's go 50 lingerie sets is the total number. That's not my rating. Okay. I would rate it 40. Okay. 40 lingerie sets. Okay. Um, and a bra.
1: Okay. So we're we're in solid B minus territory with that. Yeah? I, yeah. Honestly, I would rate yeah. it like
2: a solid... I will, I will come back to this one, hands down. I already mm. know, like, I will reread this one in the future. It's okay. just, like, that, like, comfort kind of, of book. Yeah. So I would rate it, yeah, I would rate it probably a solid B. Maybe not, like, B minus, but, like, actually solid. So that would be, like, a, a 42. Okay. 42 sets. No extra bras. Stop asking. <laughs> you can't have them. <laughs> it's too many. All right. 42 out of... Fifty lingerie sets.
1: Yes, and let us know your thoughts. Would you add or subtract a bra potentially? Um, Garter belt. Oh yeah, sure. Corset.
2: So many options. So many. Um. Now I'm just thinking about like all of kind of like the joke stuff that you can get at like oh, sex right. like shops or
1: edible movie. stuff. Or- yeah, you're
2: like edible lube or like. Not flavor lube or edible underpants, like yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's what I was thinking of. Um We don't need to bring those into this. We we're can just do bougie lingerie. Sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're giving it a solid B, maybe an A minus. Okay, okay. Well, that's that feels. I just never give anything that high of a right. review.
3: Right, but <laughs> just now, just it, thinking but at this
2: point, I'm like, what book would reach that level? Because like. The bar is set so high with every single book I'm like the the best I can do is 4 out of 5. You know what I mean? Right. That's a good point. So now I'm like what what book could possibly get a 5 out of
1: 5? We may need to consider what is what is a 5 out of 5.
2: Yeah. Very very fair. Mm. Um I wouldn't say this one is quite there for me sure. the, but I'd say it's a it's a very solid read. I would I personally thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, let us know what y'all think. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Smut Sluts. Bye.
0: Well, that's it for this week, Smut Sluts. We hope it was good for you because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Stay spotty.